0: is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network.
1: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing and more. One of the things I want you to start doing is talking a little bit more honestly about money and maybe be a little more honest with yourself about your relationship with money. Um, That's kind of step one in a lot of this. I've got friends right now who have family visiting. And uh, it's kind of the wife's sister. And they're learning she's in her mid-50s, happy as a clam, I think she got a divorce at one point in time, she had a son die early on from a drug overdose. I think she remarried a very wealthy man who died. Some would say that she was probably um, kind of a money grabber, right? I'm not saying that, I'm just kind of going through the process. She once was pretty successful, she had 10 rental apartments, right? That sounds pretty successful. Somehow she has nothing now and she's bankrupt. I'm like, oh boy, is she hitting the family up for money? It wouldn't surprise me, right? not exactly the nicest thing that I could ever say out loud, but it wouldn't surprise me. And again, a lot of what I'm trying to do is kind of get you thinking about money. Further conversations uh, probably revealed something that went a little bit like this. Uh, She flew out to see her sister And she's decided that she doesn't really want to see any of wine country because she doesn't have money. This is where it gets really, really tricky with family, right? But also that relationship of she's 50, mid-50s, I think is the right number. It could be early 50s. It could be a little bit later 50s. But she has nothing. She makes, I was told, about $36,000 pre-tax. Which is more than enough to have an apartment in most parts of the country, but not necessarily in the future. So, when you're 50s, you could still kind of say, eh, I'm just going through it. I'll figure it out later. Or you could say the system's rigged against you. And I don't know what I'm going to do. So, me being me, I'm like, well, that sister in law. She might ask for money. You better have an answer in your head because that gets kind of tricky. Oh, man. Every, you see stories every now and then of, like, parents opening credit cards in their kid's name or parents ripping off their kids. And you go, seriously? And sadly, the answer is, yeah. Family can be kind of complicated at times when it comes to money. I don't think I'm saying anything that you don't know. But um, how honest are you? I can tell you that sister-in-law is not being very honest, and that her sister, my friend's wife, kinda is like, my sister's in denial. Where are you at on the spectrum? Now, I'm not asking if you're autistic or anything like that. I'm just asking where are you on the spectrum of how honest with yourself? Are you gonna work till the day you die? I see a lot of people take care of themselves, and I see a lot of people blame the system. Um, I don't have time or money to wait around, so I just move forward. Pretty crazy stuff. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. I hope that you trust me because I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And um, I think I have a pretty good track record of not getting you in trouble, of telling you, I'm still an Apple. I don't expect the great re- return that I've had in the past, but I'm still an Apple. Or I'm buying Qualcomm. They're getting sued by Apple, and this could go bad. There's the big risk. I try to do everything I can as honestly as I can. Um, I make mistakes. There's no doubt about it. But I think I've earned your trust. Cisco Systems is a big decliner today on the Dow. Exxon Mobil 3M and Goldman Sachs dipped as well. There's a... Very early developing story that Goldman Sachs may have done some favoritism, some sexist behavior when it came to approving the Apple credit card. Women got lower credit limits than men. I know I got to stop and think about that. I, I, I don't really have much of a feeling for that at this point in time. I, the story's too young. Jamie Dimon, who made $31 million last year, thinks that inequality, wealth inequality is a problem. <laughs> you think? I'm doing everything I can to set my kids up for a good economic future. Not even myself. I'm good. I'm now thinking next generation because I think things get tougher. CFP Chad Burton and myself will be talking about retirement and income issues. Thursday in game, Putting the burr back in Burlingame as it's pushing winter. It's November 12 14 Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. There's some sort of big Arctic freeze thing that's happening this week in the uh, nation. 170 cities are going to hit record cold temperatures. Interesting. What's the play there? I still think it's, in a, it's in a, G- Genovac is, uh, Generac is uh, a play on generators. Cold is kind of important that you have the heat on. There's also another trend going on right now, and I, I didn't realize this. What do you think the number of homes that have electric stoves versus gas stoves is? It's about 60-40 electric. I love natural gas. And 10-15 years ago, if I were buying a house, I'd go in and I'd go, Oh, it's got electric stove. Let's get out of here. Oh wait, wait, does it have gas? Does it have gas couplings? No gas couplings? I'm out. That's how stupid I am. I admit to being stupid at times, right? I, I think I have a big heart, and I think I'm really good with money. But with cars and women, not so much. What do you have to say?
2: I say my dad... Um, Go ahead. Uh, my dad... Um.
1: Am I good with money? No. Okay, am I good with women? No. Am I good with cars? No. Is there anything I'm good with? No. Thank you. Well, that's humbling. Probably a pretty fair assessment, too, right? Oh, boy. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Oh, my, my, my. It's a holiday today. And thus, it's bring a child that you want to leave at work day. I'm going to put it on the corner of San Francisco. Adorable Caucasian child for sale. No, no, for free.
0: There's not a person in this room who hasn't done that.
1: (laughs) I'm hoping someone like Snoop Dogg comes by and picks him up. Somehow, some strange way, I think that would be the perfect fit. That'll never happen! So, uh, Jamie Dimon said, I think the wealthy have been getting wealthier too much in many ways. So, middle class incomes have been kind of a flat for 15 years. And that's not particularly good in America. Damon's remarks, Diamond's remarks come amid criticism thrown by people like Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren. And um, Bernie Sanders just basically, billionaires are getting pounded right now. And it's not as easy of a problem as just, talk some more. I'm really rich. Prop 13 is going to be on the California ballot. And I'm starting to do. lot more dig down work on it and what it would mean for they're only they're not going after individuals and they're not going after small businesses, they're going after big businesses in the ballot. And I wonder if Intel and Disney and companies that have their corporate offices in California, I wonder if they would stay if suddenly their tax structure changed aggressively. And I could tell you I can tell you probably not. Check out New Focus Financial, we got a big seminar coming up. Thursday in Berlin. That's this Thursday. Check it out at NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com.
3: We're making financial sense of your portfolio now. Can you say? Can you say? back to Rob Black and your money on AM
1: 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I did something kind of goofy, kind of odd with my children last night. We watched some videos of Faze Jarvis, who's 17 years old and... Uh, He's a YouTube influencer, and again, we've all gotten used to that name in the last year, two years, three years, maybe. Three years if you're ahead of the curve. You're smarter than me. Uh, YouTube influencers like Lori Lachlan's daughter, who's a young, uh, vibrant female who wears expensive makeup and gets paid to wear expensive makeup and to show women who are young and influential like her. What makeup she buys to look so good and how to put it on to look so good. In the world of YouTube, you have a YouTube channel or you have, what are your other forms of communication here? Mixer on Xbox. What else? Twitch on Amazon. How many people watch the new season of Fortnite Season 2 on Twitch? Sweet. Turned out there was a couple million people watching a black hole, which literally was a black hole for 24 hours, and people were still watching it. It was literally like watching paint dry or like a big black swirly thing on your screen. But anyway, me and my kids last night were watching uh, professional player, uh, phase drivers cry. Cry like a baby. Like, <laughs> Because he's made a couple million dollars showing kids my age, my kids' age, funny things about Fortnite. And he came up with this idea of let's get an aimbot, a cheating program, and show people how fun it is to cheat. Oh, no. Fortnite did not like that because they throw down millions of dollars for prizes. They give influencers access to their information. Pretty funny stuff, right? So he made a mistake as a 17-year-old. Pissed off corporate America. So he's still got to learn to play by the rules. Even if you're going to break the rules and not go to college. But get this, on his YouTube channel where he's crying like a baby. (laughs) He made $37,000 last night. From all the hits this week that have uh, rolled in for him me and my boys had a conversation about cheating and like, if this is something you should be forgiven for, should it be a one week ban, a lifetime ban. See, by showing other kids that you can cheat a lot more are going to do it. And that ruins the credibility of what Fortnite's trying to do, where anyone could win any game, any time. But because he cried in his apology and wants, you know, to be forgiven all the clicks that came through add up to about $37,000 that he's going to get paid. How awesome is that in America? Whoa. Even now when you make a mistake, you're, you're rewarded. It will be interesting to watch like Lori Loughlin's daughter who, you know, her mom cheated to get her into USC. And is it a crime? Is it a crime that hurts someone? I think it is. There's a kid who didn't get into USC who worked their whole life, worked harder, more fair, and didn't get in. I think the mom should go to prison for life. Nah, let's just go straight to the uh, execution. Because you'd be in jail. So anyhow, let's move forward, shall we? So again, the reason I'm bringing up um, that Fortnite story one more time is there is money in this story, right? It was showing that even that thirty-seven thousand. How about the money that's lost? I wasn't watching Sunday Night Football. I wasn't watching ABC, The Magical World of Disney. They, they used to, as a child, do the magical world of Disney on Sunday night. Right after 60 Minutes, my dad, I would like, okay, Dad, leave. Leave the room, Dad. Magic Mountain's on. I want to watch Magic Mountain, Dad. We were a one TV family. But we had more than enough anger and alcohol to fuel a, an army. Not love. We didn't have any of that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Brought my Cool little eight year old to work today, and he's laughing at me. Hola. So he just said hola, but uh, he's off in the corner, so you won't hear him, which is how hey children
2: Sam! Don't be cheap, <laughs> pay my dad more money.
1: So Apple Glass is delayed until 2023, 2022. Uh, I think it's smart. I think they got more than enough in their product pipeline right now that they could put off what they don't need. It brings up the question could they pull in more money? Yes. Is that smart to stretch it out? I think it is. If 5G is all that in a bucket of chicken, and it appears to be all that in a bucket of chicken, you've seen Qualcomm roar after they got over their lawsuit, almost doubling their stock because what we got coming down the road is 5G. So I'm I'm with Apple. Maybe delaying was a smart thing. Jules' vaping products should be completely pulled off the market, so says an ex-FDA chief, Gottlieb. I'm just stunned by this story. It literally got hair in the lungs fast, right? (laughs) It took about six months. It took about three years of watching Jewel go crazy, seeing stories about teenagers um, vaping, and then some lung diseases started happening. We're like, "Uh uh-oh. I wonder if it's that bubblegum-flavored stuff that we're inhaling into our lungs. Shocking. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get calls on the air. It's so, cool. a jewel. I, I like sometimes just stopping and almost telling you, like, Wall Street's all about product. Yes, it's about management. Yes, it's about other things. But product is what drives it. I was a little bit shocked last night when I saw the story break that Uber chief called the murder of Jamal Kashkagi, a serious mistake. I... Yeah. About 15 months ago, everyone was anti-Saudi Arabia. No, not everyone. Big money. Didn't want to be associated with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia because it was pretty clear that he was part of a cover-up in a murder of a journalist. And there's one thing that I think most of the world can agree on. You don't murder journalists. You don't murder journalists. You don't murder doctors, nurses, aid workers. You just don't do it. With that said... For Uber to get keep a relationship with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia's got money. Uber wants money. Saudi Arabia's got markets. Uber wants markets.
3: Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220, KDOW. Comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at RobBlack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
1: 1220 KDOW. Speak you have to. Why you always seem in a bad mood? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Nothing shy here. Chinese e commerce giant Alibaba set a single sales. Day record on the Internet for 24 hours with what's called Singles Day. Because if you take a look at the calendar today, it's November 11th. There's think of those two 11s. It's the 11th of the 11th. 11th day of the 11th month. And those are all single ones. And China's like, hmm, how do we improve our economy? No! It's kind of another shopping day. Whether it be Thanksgiving or Easter or back to school, we always want to be, as governments, kind of tickling the economy, getting people to open their wallets. And uh, Alibaba is a big part of that. So um, let's check in with CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, did you get anything yes, for Singles Day for me? No, I forgot again. I'm sorry. Again? yeah. <laughs> no. You know you got me a big bouquet of roses Don't. last year. It was. It was a okay. bouquet. This is going nowhere. So <laughs> other than to say uh, Thursday, you're going to be in Burlingame, you and me. Not doing our Singles Day thing, but we're going to be doing an event on wealth preservation and uh, retirement planning and income and retirement. Income and retirement, that's the stickiest one for me, Chad. I'm like, long-term care, I'll, I'll work that one out. Uh, Will and Trash, oh, I'll work that one out. And it's funny because I'll probably end up dying and not working those out or being put in long-term care, but I'll have plenty of income. But I'm most focused on income. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the big risks retirees
2: face. I just think I hit a lot of them, like putting stuff off. Right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the the biggest one that I deal with now more than, you know, I did say 25 years ago when I started when rates were a little bit higher is projecting potential low returns, saying if you go into retirement, and you have a period of 10, 15 years of lower than average returns on a balanced portfolio, how's that gonna affect you in the long run? And it's not from stocks, Rob. I mean, I think stocks throughout our lifetimes will continue to average 10, 11%, no problem. Uh, it's, sure. it's always you know, double-digit returns when it's positive, and, and uh, 70% of the time it's positive, and I think it'll continue to deal go that way. Because companies, CEOs, they have an idea, they can easily navigate through political issues that we're dealing with. And they continue to sell during any com- crazy environment like we've seen recently. I mean, profits all time high, cash is all time high. We'll, we'll be fine on the stock side, but it's it's what's happened with bonds, with the Federal Reserve lowering rates and all this monetary stimulation. Um, rates are low, and I think they're going to be low for a while. I think they'll, I'm hoping they've bottomed out, but you know, you never know. It's hard to call rates. So when I got into the business twenty five years ago, the more common type of allocation would be 60% bonds, 40% stocks. And that's actually reversed now in many cases. Um, So you have to deal with that idea. Okay, if you're going to be a bit more aggressive with stocks because the returns are there and fixed income or bonds or CDs or even cash at the bank are lower, how are you going to deal with that? Now, luckily, this has all been offset by lower inflation. But I've started to hear some calls about some reflationary issues out there. We've seen some more wage inflation recently. So I think you just have to be a little bit more nimble. You have to realize that you need a certain amount of safe money so that if you want to be more aggressive with stocks to keep your returns higher, you have to rebalance more often, feel the gains more often, and Be on the lookout for that surprise, you know, reflation if inflation comes back into play. How are you going to deal with that? So, I think that's one of the bigger risks out there is just the low rates from bonds and CDs.
1: Okay. I kind of get that because do you remember it was almost romantic how like CDs would get four, five, six percent? And like uh, you look at the signs today for banks and CDs, you're like, that's not like you kind of remember some of this romantically when you look back on it. But anyway. Uh, big event Thursday night in Burlingame. People can sign up right here, right now at Newfocusfinancial.com, 630-830 in Burlingame. Use the code Radio25, listen to commercials, and I'll plug it in a little bit in a second. What we talk about at the event that helps people deal with the issues of the major mistakes and keeping things mistake free or cutting down on the risk.
2: Well, we'll talk a little bit about bond alternatives, some of the things okay. that you can do if, if you're if you end up like being that. a more conservative investor. And you can't deal with the idea of principal risk, but you might be able to trade it off with income, uh, you know, with no risk on the income, then so a little bit of bond alternatives and how you have to be careful, why you always have to work with a fee-only fiduciary-based CFP that doesn't work on commissions, because, man, you can get some really bad retirement products out there, which sound really good, with guarantees of income and everything else, but somebody that's selling them makes a huge commission, and that's why the Department of Labor, the SEC, and everybody has been trying to pass, you know, fiduciary rules, but haven't passed yet, so you have to be really careful out there. Okay. We will talk a little bit about bond alternatives. Um, for those that have just to be more aggressive because of the lack of return in bonds, how to have the proper amount of safe money, how to maintain it with dividends and interest, and how to look at your portfolio on a quarterly basis. Peel off enough of the growth out of the stocks to replenish the cash that you've spent. So we'll talk okay. about that. And One of the things that – so there's two things that that help us offset these low returns on bonds that we're seeing out there. One is the low inflation, and the other one is taxes. Taxes are so much lower if you do your income correctly. So if you're getting to retirement and – you know you're, you're 10 years from retirement and you're trying to figure out all right where where do i put my money i've got cash i've got the stock market my 401k my roth 401k roth ira if you save in all of those vehicles you have so many more options once you retire to blend your income sources and keep your taxes very very low where you're spending well into the six figures but paying hardly any federal taxes so keeping taxes much lower if done correctly there's you know there's a little bit of an urgency here because these tax cuts as we see them right now that happened in December 2017 will automatically re- expire in 2026 unless Congress acts again. And they're not going, I mean, if we have a change of administration, um, we're gonna have, you know, likely a divided uh, Congress. I don't see how th- these aren't going to go away, right? They're, they're too, we, we just added a trillion dollars in deficits yet taxes are lower than they've been in 25 years. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so re- retirees have a lot of options now to take the next several years and blend their taxes, pay a little bit more now for much lower taxes in the future by looking at IRA or Roth conversions. That's a huge deal. So keeping your taxes really, really low by doing this properly. Most people do it backwards, Rob. They go in they spend all their cash and they hold off on their IRAs and all of a sudden they have required minimum distributions and their tax brackets blow up. They have really no control over it. So I'm going to show people how not to get into that situation.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Sounds like we're on it. Again, let's talk a little bit about the event. It's 630 to 830 in Burlingame. People can sign up by going to newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. I hit the events button. It's pretty easy to find, pretty easy to navigate. Read it. See if it's appropriate for you. If you've never been to an event, it's a great event. Use the code radio25 to get in. It's the last big event in public that we are doing. I think that's fair to warn people. Um, this is the time of year to like put pressure on yourself to think financially. Let's take about long-term care. I don't think it's a huge risk for me because I'm puffy. I don't sleep well. I'm predicting a massive heart attack or cancer from the sugar I eat. But what do I need to know about long term care? <laughs> that was depressing. Thank um, you. My diabetes, <laughs> I'm going to have my foot cut off. Not true, but maybe oh, my, my mom. Gosh. But maybe my mom, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> I shake like an epileptic. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Picturing you with a peg leg now and all sorts of stuff. But anyway, Pirate Rob, awesome. can, we, can we just call you Pirate Rob? Yeah.
1: <laughs> calling me a pirate, Rob, for losing a leg. You know how many of you have pirates you just upset with that? Awesome. I know, I know. I'll buy you. Your Move forward like with no, care, please.
2: All right. Well, first of all, you said something about, you know, towards the end of the year, put some pressure on. If you're, especially if you're in retirement about ready to retire, all the stuff that you need to do is before 1231. It has to be okay. done in the year. You can't react and go to your CPA and talk about this stuff after December 31st. Everything you do when it comes to retirement needs to be handled before the end of the year so now is a perfect time so going going back on to, to the long term care i mean there's there's a lot of options that you know you, you can consider the first thing is you have to have a very detailed financial plan a realistic plan with your expenses your you know all of the stuff that you're going to want to put in your expenses to get you out of bed every day um gifting all of this kind of stuff so you can say okay here's a reasonable rate of return here's inflation here's my expenses Project everything forward to say, okay, how much you're truly going to have left over in your, you know, late 70s, early 80s, when that tends to be the time when people go into a facility. So, do you have enough money to self-insure? You know, if you're living off of you're 65 and you're living off of less than two percent of your portfolio, you probably have enough money to self-insure. Um, if not, you've got to look at insurance options. If you're still working, you can look at some employer-based plans that you can usually get a discount, or you can get a standalone long-term care insurance plan. I just had an um, email from a client on Friday. It's had a plan for 10 years, and their premiums are nearly doubling.
1: So, Oops, a lot almost are out of time.
2: Up. R- wrap it up. All right, hybrid life insurance policies, reverse mortgages. We'll, we'll cover a little bit on, on the event on how to deal with those issues as well.
1: Thanks very much, Chad. People can find you at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the event there. It's November 14th in Burlingame, Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com.
3: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Black online at Robblack.com. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM twelve twenty
1: KDOW. The Extreme Wars kick off this week, i. e., tomorrow, tonight. If you're watching Monday Night Football, there's going to be a special preview look into the Mandalorian couple of weeks from now we're gonna be talking about frozen 2 and letting it snow and letting it go and oh my god i hope i don't have to see that movie no Within a couple god. weeks after that we get star wars the final chapter i was living in istanbul turkey in 1976 my dad got his papers transferring them back to the united states we ultimately got back to the states there was three things that I did saw the movie Jaws I know you're saying whoa I saw the movie Grease double well and then I went to see this little space adventure movie called Star Wars with Luke Skywalker Luke I actually saw it on a college campus and if you ever get to see Star Wars on a college campus it's awesome I don't know what college campuses are like today because I'm not that creepy guy going to college campuses, even though I'm not in college. But when you see Star Wars on a college campus, it's awesome because when you see Princess Leia, everyone goes, oh, she's beautiful. Every time Darth Vader comes on the screen, everyone's going, boo, boo. Anyhow, that's coming up. And then that begs the question. What's Disney got up sleeves now? I had to sit through something like 23 Avengers movies or movies with Avengers in it to learn Thanos had the the glory stone or the soul stone or what was it, the infinity stone. And he snapped his fingers and boom, everything, one died. Spoiler alert. Robert Downey Jr. died and Disney's trying to get him into an Academy Award.
0: Kaboom!
1: And uh, there's, there's a lot of questions on can Hollywood's blockbuster Avengers qualified for academy awards i don't care about that argument all i care about is that i go okay so we just went through this incredibly long cycle i literally waited what was it 40 years 43 years for star wars to go through its cycle 24 34 yeah yeah i'm from minnesota yeah it's been a long time but the question now is is what does disney have beyond that We know that their streaming service is going to do something rather sneaky. They're going to set up prequels to movies before new movies come out. So if you haven't seen the prequel, you don't know who Thanos is kind of thing. You don't know who um, Ant-Man's dating and suddenly he's dating someone in a new movie because we all need to know who Ant-Man's dating, right? Right. So the question is, Disney's now rallied to an all-time high. And remember earlier in the show when I said Apple's going to come out with their augmented reality glasses in 2022, 2023? We know we can look forward to that with Apple. And we look forward to 5G, for the record, I own shares of Apple. the worker wires are taking everything on I mentioned. But now I have to look at Disney's slate of movies. I know their theme parks are going to do great. I've, I have some people who have been to that Star Wars world and they go, it's pretty cool. It's pretty limited, but it's pretty cool. And I I just, I question, like, how much will it be by the time I get there? Because every year, Disney raises the price. That stock rallied to an all-time high on the movies. What's next? So you always sometimes have to kind of ask yourself that question, what's next? And you really shouldn't take it for advantage, in my opinion. One thing that I want to talk about ever so briefly is parents. I make a mistake sometimes of talking too much about millennials because they're easy to look at and say, wow, they're spending money on Fortnite. Wow, they're spending money on YouTube influencers. They're really not spending money on AB. They're easy. Right? But what I kind of forget, we know about the boomerang millennial who comes back home to live with mom and dad and how it's a financial drain. But I often don't talk about my parents and like their financial education. My dad was okay. He did die with over $40,000 credit card debt that had to get deducted from his uh, life insurance, crazy, right? How can a 58 year old man have credit card debt that's sizable? He liked to shop on weekends. So, and I, it, he had a great set of power tools that I inherited. And every time I need to go get a drill, I think about my dad. He was buying things like drills. Nothing like expensive cars, expensive wine. Expensive ladies, nothing like that. So most parents in the U.S. provide some sort of financial support to their adult children. We know that now. 13% of American adults provide financial support to a parent. Whoa. Millennials are far more likely than older generations to report helping their parents. People born between 1981 and 1996, 19% have helped their parents support. Uh, Lifestyle. So younger people now are helping mom and dad, and that's fascinating to me. Sometimes the money is provided happily, no resentment. Some people are like that. Sometimes it's a form of tension. I saw one financial story this year where a young woman went to college, and her parents couldn't afford it, so her aunt paid for, gave her a loan. She went to a great four-year school got $100,000 in loans. She co-signed for the loan. She didn't give the loan. She didn't give the money. She co-signed her aunt. And then she gets out of college and she gets a job, probably as a journalist. She's making just a little bit of money, just a, barely enough to pay back to the student loan. It's going to take 15 years to pay it back. And the aunt at Christmas time is like, <clears throat> can you, um, uh, how shall we say, get my name off that loan right now? go out and refinance it yourself or pay it off because my daughters are now going to college and I need to get them loans and I can't get them loans because I got you a loan. Tension and family and it's stressful. Um, best thing you can do is talk to your partner before you talk to your parents. Come up with a plan that's kind of on the right idea. My good friend, his brother convinced their parents sell their house and move back in with them. Three months later, he wanted his parents to move out and they don't have a house to go to. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street
0: Business Network. This station, its management, owners, or advertisers and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.